The Gentle Art of Persuasion Why is it that one person will so easily change our whole mental attitude and make us do voluntarily the very thing that we had no idea of doing an hour before and thought we never could do, when another might have talked to us until doomsday about the same thing over and over and never changed our mind regarding it? Why is it that one person will convince us that we ought to buy a product or service which we were sure a few minutes before that we not only did not need or desire, but under no circumstances would buy? Because she is a master of the gentle art of persuasion. How little we realize what a large part persuasion plays in our life. The teacher, the lawyer, the entrepreneur, the salesperson, the parent. Each is trying to persuade, to influence, to win over others to her way of thinking, to her principles, to accept her ideas. Of the many elements which enter into scientific approach to selling, none is more essential than that of persuasion. My insurance selling friend Ed often finds a prospect's mind absolutely opposed to his. The client does not want to buy the life insurance, or at least he thinks he does not, and is determined not to buy it. He braces himself against all possibility of persuasion, of being influenced to do what he has decided not to do. A little later, however, he cheerfully buys the insurance for his family, signs for it, and feels sure he really wants it. His client's attitude has been changed by the art of persuasion, of winning over, which was all done by successive logical steps of selling process, each of which had to be taken in order or the result would be failure to sell. The first step was to get the client's attention, otherwise Ed could have done nothing with him. This of itself is often a difficult matter to get the attention of a person who is determined not to look at your products, who had made up his mind not to buy and is braced against you. But Ed is a good sales rep who does not try to persuade the prospect to buy until he has not only secured his attention, but also thoroughly interested him in his proposition. Then he arouses his desire to possess the thing he has for sale. And when this is done, the sale is practically over. Ed's whole secret was his marvelous power to persuade people to change their mind, to make a prospect see things from his point of view. I never before met another person who had such remarkable success in changing another's mind to his way of thinking. And that is the essence of selling, the power to make another see things as we see them. There is a sort of hypnotic power which passes for persuasiveness. But it's not based on honesty and in the long run seriously hurts a person's business. Manipulation is one path to persuasion, but only a temporary persuasion. The only person who benefits long term is the manipulator. A manipulative salesperson will often bring to his company larger orders than some other sales reps, but in the end he will lose customers and also put his career in jeopardy while the one who does not sell nearly as much to start with will make better relationships and will hold his customers because 
he looks out for their interest and only tries to sell them what is to their benefit to buy. If you want to be successful, you need to understand your client's needs and wants. And that is how you will win their confidence in you and the product you are selling. The ability to make others think as you do is a tremendous power and carries great responsibility. If it's not honestly used, it will prove a boomerang and injure most the one who, who uses it. You will soon become known as a manipulator and people will not do business with you. If your prospect gets the slightest idea that you're trying to manipulate him or if he sees the slightest evidence of insincerity, your time is up. We must first believe in a person's integrity even though he may deceive us before he can persuade us to do what we thought we would not do. Today, the average business person wants called facts, yet the salespeople of persuasive powers can present those facts in such a way that the prospect will be made to feel that the salesperson is his friend and acting entirely in his interest. No person relishes the idea of being managed or, or no matter how much he loves flattery, he will question your motive if you attempt it. Remember that your prospect will be always on his guard against any sort of deceit. He will be looking for evidences of insincerity. He has no intention of allowing himself to be duped or manipulated. Above all, remember that there is no substitute for, for sincerity in any field. Honesty sells.